harus di Something smells amazing. Oh shit! We're not supposed to see your food. Oh shit! There. Oh my god. There are just so many quotable moments and just. All cards on the table. I'm really high right now. Oh yeah. So we're talking about community today on Geeks with Kids, the biweekly geeky podcast from parenting point of view. I don't know. I haven't said that in a long time. The full actual tagline. That's weird. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, we rebranded by now. Yeah, yeah. We because we, only two of us have kids. And, <laughs> That's why I said leave it. Three, three. Go. There's three of us. Yeah, Shouse. yeah. yeah go with, go with, with the go with the GWK because that way it stands for both geeks with kids and geeks without kids. That's true. True. Yeah, I will do that. Yeah. I will do that. Inclusive. Put Except, it like in a, yeah, put it in like a bracket with the out part. Yeah, that's that's a good idea actually. Should, put the I put the W in quotations. Yeah. GWK. <laughs> <laughs> we um, we're talking about community, obviously, because Friday, on Friday. All over Twitter, the cast, well, most of the cast of the original community show announced that the movie is finally happening. And Big seasons shit. in a movie. Yeah, self, uh, what was it? Self, self-fulfilling prophecy. Self-fulfilling, yeah, that's the one. We should get Taffy on here. <laughs> Geek and a kiddo? Damn. Yeah, but um, yeah. So today, this uh, this episode, we have Hawk, we have Marcus, and we have Brent joining me on the podcast because... We love community mm-hmm. and we're excited to talk yes. about it. We're excited to share some bits, some, you know, episodes that we love. We're going to talk about how we got into it. You'll, you'll get there. But before that, we always talk about what we, uh, what we're liking right now, what we're currently enjoying. Um, what's our yum? Hawk, what's your yum? Oh man. Uh, I didn't select a yum for tonight. I don't have anything either. Like you son <laughs> of a bitch i know but most of my yums have been just like the big <laughs> stuff that's happening right now and every week it's a new episode of she hulk uh now andor lord of the rings and then you know andor house of the dragon so good yeah okay so can i can, we, can, can i can i comment on andor for just one second Fuck like, yes. absolutely i like i i was not excited for the show at all <laughs> like i just i did not care because like when they announced it i'm like who gives a shit? Like, why is that going to be a big deal? Now, um, somebody help me out. What's his name? The actor playing uh, Caspian. Oh, uh, Diego Cassian. Luna. Cassian. Diego, Diego Luna. Luna. That's it. Yeah. He is I was going to say Pedro Pascal. He's actor. in everything now. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a like, fantastic actor. Like, he's really good. So I feel like that's what they kind of just played to, like, the strengths of, like, let's get this really great guy in here and just have him take over the scenes. But he hasn't done enough yet. But, I mean, it, it's still really early in the show. But what I don't understand is it's already committed to two seasons, mm-hmm. 12 episodes each. <clears throat> How are they going to make 12 episodes for two seasons on a character that we know where he ends up? We know how he dies. We mm. know how his story ends. Like, that's going to be the interesting thing. How yeah. can they make this interesting for me for that entire life? Here's, of here's time? what I think and is going to ho- happen. So okay, this, go, go. This se- if they're only going to do two instead of five seasons, that'll span the five years before. So the where we're at right now is five years before Rogue One. So yeah, I, it'll be his whole career up until the point when he has to go and beat Jin. I hope I think that's what we're going to see him becoming yeah. this ridiculous spy. I hope they do five seasons because that would be cool to see each year building. To I don't that. know. If, I don't know if I could if I could do five seasons of it. 
Mm. Like, I feel like five seasons is like it's it's milking it too much, you know. Five seasons and I, a movie. Mm, I would do a movie. I, I would like a movie. movie. I would. Yeah. I would love like I would love a separate movie, like some other kind of movie, like with the same ilk of characters. Yeah. I love. Uh, I just love Bill Scars. Um, uh, what, uh, Stella. what's his name? Oh God, Stella Scarsgard. There's too many Scarsgards. It's a There's like I can just watch him do anything. I, like, I, yeah, I, I love. Did you ever see? Sorry, oh. did, did you ever see the movie? The the, uh, the the oh god, it's a shitty movie, but um, <laughs> King Arthur, the King Arthur, yes, Clive, I love Clive King Owen. Arthur. But Stellan Skarsgård in that is fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never seen a character who does so little but is so terrifying. Like his his stature, his walk, his menacing look, and like the the tone at which he speaks is like. I love Fuck. that everyone except for King Arthur was super interesting in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Pretty much. Um pretty it had Mad Mickelson in it, right? As that crazy That's right, yeah. Sword wielding guy. Oh man, that movie is so Well good. that was still the that was still during the time that Mad Mads Mickelson to me was still just like a cameo guy. He's mm. just some guy you see popping in. He never was like a leading guy. Until and then Casino once he started, oh, like, you haven't seen you've Casino never Royale. watched you haven't seen the right movies and that. I kind of fell in love with Mads Mikkelsen a long time ago. Uh, he was in this trilogy of films and that called Pusher, from Nicholas Reifen Wending. Um, I like his stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, this was his, his kind of first material. In that it was like a trilogy he did. And that. He, uh, but Mads was like the central character in the second film. Uh, this yeah. kid named Tony and that his dad was like a huge kind of guy in like Danish underground. Uh, and he oh, was just the Danish like, underground. I know. <laughs> and, 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 ha, kudos and, to you. Kudos to you. I would never, even in my uh, ever in my life, attempt to pronounce that guy's name correctly. Nicholas Reifen <laughs> Winding. No, no, all, it's all you. That's amazing. There uh, are so many missing vowels in that name. I am not trying to pronounce it. <laughs> um. So going back to Andrew, I think the thing that I really like is seeing the general populace and how broken and how beat down they are by the empire and why the rebellion had to start and why it started up yeah. in various different parts of the universe. I, I loved, I love that the inside look into like the empire's like meetings of their head, like security protocols and stuff like that was really cool. Like you don't get to see that sort of thing and you get to see almost that catty infighting of them too. Like, I love that we're getting to see, it's like world building on a different level. Like mm. now we're starting to like delve into the infrastructure of their buildings and like of mm. their stuff. Like it's just cool. And not it's even very that, cool. even yeah. the rebellion, like you're seeing how they're raising funds. Like I love the political stuff. I like that Mon Martha yeah. is feeling trapped because she's trying to move funds around, but she's also trying to hide it from all these people that are trying to like, like encroach under this impre oppressive fascist regime where everybody is watching everybody and what you know reporting back on what they're doing especially since palpatine yeah. works on fear like everyone being afraid yeah. of the people above them yeah like, for sure such yeah, for a sure. interesting it's and and it's done in you know not just through the dialogue the costumes i couldn't help but look at the white uniforms and that and look mm -hmm. you know yes yes look yes. at the bars on the chest and the that fucking, yeah oh yeah for sure those little chiclets man like like you see a, a a shit ton of different color chiclets and you're like shit no i'm not nope. going near that guy <laughs> oh man i tony the, gilroy man the only person who yeah. can make the politics and all of that like intriguing interesting yeah exactly yeah this is exactly what 
This is what's exactly yeah. the kind of show like you know the franchise needs and that you know it's like everybody well, was was skeptical about the show because it didn't have Mandalorians, didn't have Jedi and that or any yeah, other yeah. or legacy characters. So yeah. this guy went it, like, the opposite. Like you said, it's a it's a good idea. Like it's something that was one hundred percent needed. Yeah, like, it's like it's a, you know it's good. You know, it's like the Star Wars the TV show has been great, especially if you're a kid. But you know, if you're an adult, and you just want to sit down and watch a neat political thriller. This is your show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. It's true. Marcus, do you have a yum? I do, yes. Um, my yum is uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Um, so, okay. So with Hocus Pocus, um, me and Carissa watched the first one every single Halloween. It's one of our number one Halloween movies, along with a couple of the usuals and stuff. And I sneak in a few horror movies that I like. Uh, but Hocus Pocus has always been like our family awesome, like, Halloween movie tradition. Um, so we were very excited when they announced Halloween, you know, Hocus Pocus 2 and everything. Now, I was very, you know, hard to feel like, you know, excited about it because I thought it's not going to be good. It's going to be pretty rough. And it's not good. It's still kind of rough. <laughs> but um, me and me and Shouse t- talked about it a little bit on the, on, like, on the thing. One of the things that makes it good is the three main women actually seem like they're having a fun time doing it. Mm. And that's really what makes the whole movie like completely bearable is Bette Midler looks like she's having fun, even though like you can tell it's, it's, it's a taxing toll on her. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker is showing her age, I think more so than the rest of the cast. Um, Mm -hmm. But like they're, they're still comparatively to the original though. I mean, like she was very, very young and fair in the original and, and that was, Oh yeah, of course, of course. But I feel like they just like, there's there's a point where they have a shot of her dead on and i was like they they overdid her makeup and i understand why they did her makeup to hide some of the other features and they tried to accentuate like some eyeshadowy kind of things whatever but like it almost like it was too much it was it, me and carissa kept like getting thrown off every time we saw her on close-up We're like oh oh god oh. um but it was but like it was it's it's got a whole bunch of amazing like little um cameo bits it's got doug Fucking Jones is in yeah. the movie and he's amazing. And he's always I would amazing. Not have accepted, oh yeah. I, but they actually gave him lines. They let him act. They let him perform. And it's just really nice. Um, there's a ton of references to the original. There's lots of like little, you know, tidbits and like little fun Easter eggs and things to point out in the back. There's some really good wordplay and like funny jokes all over the place. And the women just get to sing and dance and, and perform a bunch of times. And it's, it's awesome to see. Is, so is, is if you a, go in, if you go in knowing that it's going to be a kind of cheesy kids movie, you know, like think, you know, like classic young Disney movies. Yeah. And it's kind of like, all right, I'll suspend my yeah, disbelief. There, and there's, enjoy a, it. there's certain movies you give creative license. Like I think we, I, I discussed in the, uh, in the conversation that you guys were having too, where like, if this was, if Jim Varney was alive and they were doing Ernest scared, stupid yes. part two. I would be as excited about it as you were. Me but, too. Because that was Me my too. jam Absolutely. growing up. But and that's one of those movies that like I like it so much because I go into it knowing it's silly, it's stupid. It is so it's, stupid. You know what you're in for. Like yeah. yeah. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? <laughs> <laughs> um I have a question. Uh, I have one question first. Yeah, you go first. Okay, go for it. All right. How was Kathy and Jimmy? Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. She's always amazing. Like she, yeah. she's at, like here's the thing. It's funny cuz she I feel like she has become such a better actress as mm-hmm. time has gone on that for her to dumb it down again <laughs> is really hard. So like she doesn't have the same kind of 
funny, like, you know, one-liners or, like, dumb moments that they used to give her, like, oh, we need no kids. Like, they don't give her the dumb moments anymore. She's just, like, a, a goofy sister. And it's mm. it's it's really interesting to see because they also, I think they realized we can't make her the, the dumpy fun one anymore because she slimmed down a lot. Yep. And technically, she's a lot slimmer than Bette Midler is. So it wouldn't make yeah, too much dumb. sense to have <laughs> that joking part of it so like her her there was a lot of prop comedy with her um but she she was great actually she was really good i felt like if they had given her an opportunity she could have done so much more like i wish they had given her an entire scene to just kind of like explore in like in a new world kind of way because it's all modern day so even from the last time they woke up which was the 90s this would be a huge different leap, like smartphones and all that kind of stuff. I would have loved to have seen a, an entire scene with her figuring out a smartphone. That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Um, I, don't tell me if it's a spoiler. Oh, I don't know if I should ask this. I want to ask if the boy and like and his sister are back, but I don't know if that's a spoiler for the movie. It's. I mean, it it would be a spoiler if there was like some kind of important reveal or something like that. But mm. they're it, they are not in the movie. As such, like they themselves are not in the movie. Okay. There is reference to them and their home, um, hmm. like the house that yeah. they, I think the house is like there's a reference to the house or something like that. Um, and uh, but like there's not they themselves are not in it. I was I was hoping for a little cameo from them. Um, there is a sort of Binks care cameo, um, but not really. You, you you have to see it. Okay. okay. But it's really good. I'm really really well done. And I think. What I think they've done here is they've set themselves up for if they want to do another movie, they can. Or if they, what I think is more likely going to happen is they're setting up for a new Hocus Pocus series featuring the young kids that have just started in this movie that's, and kind of having that's them. That's the direction Disney goes yeah, now. Disney does that, yeah. 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 100%. And I think it's going to be fine for the young generation who's watching this going, that's pretty cool. I want to see more. But for our generation who's only watching for this nostalgia factor, it will be nothing. I don't know. I, it might not be like, I remember I watched the mighty ducks uh, season, like the, the TV series last year for the nostalgia purposes of really liking the original movies and the original characters and that. And this one is like all new characters. And I really dug the show. Like, I like mighty ducks yeah. too. Same Yeah. Like I'm not saying it's not going to be like, I'm not saying it's a complete write off. It's going to be shit. Like I'm saying if yeah. they do it, it could be, on kids and just for kids or it could yeah. be something that the adults could I'm, enjoy i'm just saying that i think I, they're finding they're finding a really good way of striking a balance between nostalgia and new audiences lately like well if they there was a there's a there is a cameo that i'm not going to say who it is but eric you're going to love it when you see it um but there is a cameo and i was so happy to it, it, it's a female actress you will you will know her the second she's there mm-hmm. um but i was very happy to see her in there and i was just like oh my god that's amazing it's gonna be Quis- kristen chenoweth <laughs> no um but uh i really hope because there's a definite possibility that she could be integrated with the series with a, a new series or with something or, or even at least the, the next movie if they do another movie or something adele disease <laughs> that's the, you got it <laughs> they have the they have that new um enchanted movie coming out soon too and that looks that's good. right yep anyway yep. enchanted uh dis- disenchantment Dis- or yeah. something like that, Dis- something like that. Dis- disenchanted or whatever yeah. yeah um yeah that sounds i'm gonna watch it after this weekend because it's thanksgiving this weekend and we're gonna start doing all the halloweeny stuff um mm-hmm. I, I, I sort of want to do a halloween episode again because we did one last year and we got i got to 
watched some movies that I'd never seen before, like Trick or Treat, and I was like, fuck yeah. These are they, great movies. Oh, <laughs> they just announced so the sequel is in I know. production. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Ooh, nice. Um, hey, Brent, quick, well, quick question before we move on. Brent, do you know, have they announced the next Ch- Chucky season? Hey, yeah. can I get to my yum? Oh, hey, hey, yeah. Brent, what's your yum? Hi, my yum is a preemptive Chucky season two starting on Wednesday. <laughs> yes! Yes! I just, I, as everyone was talking, I was yes! like, trying to think of a yum. But I'm like, I don't want to necessarily do a yum that hasn't happened yet. But yes, I did look it up and it, I thought it was next week. But no, it premieres in two days. That counts. Um, but my yum oh. is going to be for a YouTube channel that I have been obsessed with for the past five years. Uh, uh, Dead Meat, hosted by James A. Janice. Mm, he does a he does a series where like he has a, a whole bunch of different shows that he does on it. Like he does a, a podcast about horror movies with his wife um and like a couple other collaborators but the main thing he's known for is every friday he does um a video called the kill count where he goes back and looks at an old horror movie and basically does like a retelling of the story does like a kill count throughout the whole thing for like gore hounds and those of us who like that but also like in recent years has really gone into diving deep into like the making of the movies and like all the behind the scenes machinations and that and leading up to Chucky season two, he's been redoing the entire Chucky series again. Like he already did it once, but now he's redoing it and doing it extra long with like way more knowledge, way more information being brought in. Like he's actually sat down and spoken with Don Mancini and done several interviews with him just to get information for this series. And nice. it's been so fucking cool. Like seeing a lot of the stuff, like he's showing all these scenes from uh, when they did Bride of Chucky, how Brad Dourif and Jennifer Tilly were the only two that were allowed to record their uh, their lines together Ooh, because they did cool. one sequence and the way that they were bouncing off each other, they just went, never again are you two not recording together. So it became like <laughs> a thing for every single movie that they were in the booth together at the same time, just bouncing and going crazy off each other. That's but he's awesome. so he's re, he's gotten all the movies done and now he was trying to get uh, the first season of the show done as well. Uh, before the launch but he kept running into issues with warner brothers they kept like blocking him being able to use the movie i guess they have some new uh copyright content law that they just put into place Did you say warner brothers he... yeah yeah there it is you... that's you just had to say warner brothers they're yeah being, yeah uh, a-holes right now <laughs> apparently if you show more than five minutes of footage no matter what the no matter what it's for they block you so because child's play three uh, was warner brothers he took them like three weeks to get that video released because they just kept telling him no 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 so eventually he finally just said fuck it i'll just release it and i won't make any money off of it that's fair good for him not for him but yeah. but you know, i mean like, it's good that nice he for did his it. audience but not for him yeah yeah but uh yeah if anyone hasn't checked it out like look it up he's a huge huge horror fan very personable guy and he goes into so much detail about the movies like he loves horror movies and he loves talking about them and so much so that I don't know. Did anyone see the uh, Scream movie this year? Yeah, yeah, I saw Scream. No. no. Okay. In that movie, there is a sequence where they are, uh, where there is two podcasters talking about yep. Uh, yep. the stab movies. That's him. That's him oh shit, life. that's awesome. Wow. They cool. he did a he did a series on Scream a while back, and they loved it so much that they invited him to come and be part of the movie. I hope he's wait. That's pretty cool. I can't remember if they died. No, they didn't die in the movie. Um, I hope they uh, get to come back for the next one. That'd be awesome. Anyway, my yum. Unless you're you're not mm-hmm. done. Are you done? 
No, no, that was it. That was just, I wanted to talk about, I love that channel. I wanted to promote it and, and show some love for it. And then also just kind of lead that into Chucky season two starting. In two days. <laughs> like, holy um, where is it? Where is it playing in Canada? Is it on Crave or something? It'll be showcase um, in Canada. Yeah, I know you can get it on Prime, Video? Prime but I don't know which, I don't know which sub company you have to go through for okay. it. I'll check. I, I, yeah. I don't subscribe to any extra channels. You haven't but watched it yet, have you? I started watching the first season, <laughs> but it made me want to watch the movies because I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, I you have to watch. I've yeah, seen the movies, to, but it's been a long time. You don't have time. to watch the movies, but it's it it, it really better. helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, it, it really ties everything together. So after Thanksgiving, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch yeah. the Chucky movies, and then I'll watch season one. Or just go and watch Dead Meat, and literally just watch his. He does like a half hour retelling of each movie. That would probably be better my timing. Um, uh, for my um, um, I I wanted to do Rick and Morty, which is amazing, and you should watch. Um, but I've been playing two games a lot recently i've been playing disney dreamlight valley which is an animal crossing disney game and it's ridiculously addictive and then and slime rancher 2 no not slime rancher 2 my god that game um i still don't understand it um the other one i've been playing because they released what the they finally released version 1.0 is grounded and i know um i told brent to install this game a long time ago when it was still in um, pre pre, pre. Uh, yeah i might have it installed already actually yeah. let me check it, it probably updated to to 1.0 but they 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 revamped a lot of stuff things feel a lot better um this game is basically uh honey i shrunk the kids you're one of the kids and you get shrunk and you're in the backyard and so you're trying to survive oh, in this backyard so cool. it's such a fun game it's cross-platform i believe and um yeah, so basically I've been building bases and trying not to die because there are giant spiders which scare the shit out of me um, in that game. Um, this is just it, like Solar Opposites. It is. It is. It's <laughs> Except, you know when they're in the yard and it's like mm -hmm. bugs and I shit remember. and everything and yep. it's like the craziest thing? That's what... I'm hiding out like. in the AVP toy? Yeah. Yeah, so you hide <laughs> out in like... There's, there's like gadgets that are left behind or like there's there are cans of pop that are sitting there so you go in there and the condensation from there you can drink the water so you also have to try and survive right you need to drink and you need to eat um it's such a fun game it's so so man i do not i do not have it still installed but i am i will reinstall it because i would like to try it yeah try it for sure um yeah, yeah i'm you, you have me a friend we'll, we'll we'll see i don't know if i can multiplayer i'm sure i can I clicked solo for when I started. I'm you, sure you, you can multiplayer. I've seen a couple streamers. Uh, I've seen a couple streamers doing multiplayer mm -hmm. on it. I have I have one base on top of a baseball so that the bugs at night can't or bugs can't get me from below and stuff. Oh, man, I, it's such an interesting game. Uh, Taffy Devil, you should get Disney Dreamlight Valley. Although, the I think I'm reaching the end of my. It's still like you're playing it in beta and or not beta. It's pre-release, but they don't have all the DLC all the characters in there so I'm, i've maxed out most of my friendships with all like all the main characters there two more deals uh, two more characters are coming or lands are coming this fall i think they're doing toy story and they're doing the lion king so i'm gonna look forward to unlocking that in the world anyway we're not here to talk about disney although i would love to talk about disney maybe we'll i'll invite a, a a podcaster, uh, two podcasters I know that do Disney podcasts. You should uh, Tom you should... Hanks, Tim Allen. No, no, they're, oh. they're friends of Hamilton. Friends, Marcus well, you can knows them. them. They might not say yes. Well, so you can invite can, them. Yeah, I'll try. Anyway, we're talking about Community, which was an American sitcom created by Dan Harmon. It ran for over wait no for 110 episodes, 
over six seasons with the first five seasons airing on NBC. And it started in 2009 and ended in 2015. Um, there are a couple. Of, there was one weird year where Dan Harmon wasn't there because he got fired the previous year. Ah, uh, the gas year. <laughs> the yeah, great season four <laughs> the was the weird year. year. The gas leak year. It was called the gas leak year. But yeah. before we get into the show, because we're gonna talk about all our favorite things, I think I'm gonna play a clip from one of my favorite episodes. I don't think any of us are how, talking about it. So I'm gonna. How are you? How are you not playing the theme song on your guitar right now? Oh, I should have. Damn it, that was a good idea. <laughs> Damn, okay, next time, next time. But here's here's a scene that I want to show, that I want to show everyone from one of my favorite episodes. I don't think anyone has this as their favorite. Oh, shit, I oh, it's definitely. This. No, this this was potentially one of my, this was potentially on my list. I, was yeah, gonna, I, I figured somebody was going to pick this. I was going to pick it, but I thought like someone was going to pick it. Yeah. This one is like top three episode for me. Ah, Okay. Starting on my left with one, your number comes up, you go. Just so you know, Jeff, you were not creating. Why is everyone so timelines. fast? Of course I am, Abed. Because we don't have the time. <laughs> one. Because we on. don't want to go three hours with last one. I'm going to go as fast as I can so I don't miss anything. <laughs> is there a way to do this? gas leak here. You know who I used to call miss anything? Eartha Kitt. Oh, I don't like this. Uh, uh, I'm checking on my pies. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, tell us about your father. I'm gonna get a drink. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Really felt it. Well, let me look at it in the bathroom. What the hell? Like, that. I, well, I assumed one I of you were going to pick it, so I didn't that's, pick that's, it. I didn't want to pick it because I wanted to go for one that I was like, I think everyone will know, but maybe mm. not uh, everyone mm. will pick. Right. So I, I, I literally yeah. have like 20, 12 different choices here, so I'm ready for like anybody. I just yeah. don't worry. I, I got plenty. It's that was one of them. It's crazy because I watched because the movie was announced on Friday. Um, uh, Joel McHale announced it on Twitter and then everyone else ended up tweeting and retweeting it. Um, and accidentally tweeting Jillian Anderson, who now wants to be in the movie, which I think is amazing. Um, it's it's crazy. I watched the first two seasons over the weekend just because everything was so easy to get into. Like it's it's such an easy show to pick up and just put on and watch. Um, it, oh, yeah. it it spans so many genres and it it goes through hundreds of if not thousands of pop culture tropes. Um, that's, oh my God. How that's did, one of the things I always yeah. did, like if I, if I was ever a filmmaker, one thing I wanted to do that I've never seen anyone do is create a film series where you have a set group of characters, but every single movie is a different genre. So you put those characters through an action movie and then you put those characters through comedy and then you put them through a horror. 
And I was like, I always said, like, no one's ever done that. And then here comes fucking Dan Harmon with community, <laughs> create characters and puts them through every feasible situation, every feasible genre. And I'm like, yep. fucking, I was on the right idea. Like, I was on the right path. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I know a lot of people ended up coming to the show in different ways, in different forms. I When I saw it the first time, I randomly put CT, City TV on in the first season and i was like what the hell is this show and it just immediately hooked me uh do you guys remember how you got into community Uh, i'm gonna start with hawk um definitely i got started on it like on network i was watching it kind of weekly it's like it's you know the slate of new fall shows was out it was still it was 2009 you know streaming was still like a few years away um so mostly i was pirating stuff and this and that but this was the one show i would actually sit down every week Mm -hmm. and watch and that um year one was great but year two i noticed like this is something else yeah really Agreed. and i think it, a lot of that had to do with the trampoline episode <laughs> we're gonna another uh, one that i yeah. almost picked yeah. didn't, you were gonna pick that too hog weren't you that was uh i i wasn't i had already kind of picked uh decided which ones i was gonna do mm. we you know uh intermediate documentary filmmaking you know spoilers we'll talk about that uh, in a bit don't worry yeah but uh, I think it doesn't the, matter what episode each of us pick. I think we're we're gonna go over like multiple multiple stuff it's, anyway. It's like, fair. That's sure. fair. I just yeah. I just sent you that pick over the weekend because I was like, that's still one of the funniest sight gags going. You know, it's yeah. gonna be a maze. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brent, how did you get into this show? Um, I was a big big fan of uh, of the soup and Joel McHale. Oh, yeah. um, I used to watch that show religiously every week. I would always like try to find it online after that because I didn't have Eat Network and I would watch it every week. And then he came on and started talking about how he was going to be starring in a new sitcom. So I was in right from the get go just for Joel McHale. And when I watched the first episode, like the first thing I thought in my head was this is my arrested development. Because that was a show that like I did not watch when it first aired and I caught all of the people like going like, oh, my God, you got to watch. You got to watch it. Got to watch it. This was the show where I was like, this is my opportunity. Now I have a show that I can go around to everyone going, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. It's so fucking brilliant. Like, but I was with it right from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Marcus. Joe McKillis is a oddly appealing guy. Uh, um, It's weird to say, but he is the American version of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And he's (laughs) very like shockingly talented in multi different uh, genres too. Like, I don't know if anyone's seen. um, Oh, fuck. What what was the name of that horror movie that came out? No, No. No, Which there one? was a, there was a horror movie that came out recently. It was about like um, it was starred Kevin James as the as the villain. What? Uh, yeah, I gotta look <laughs> no, it up. Hang on. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, it was it was about like this thirteen uh, year old girl and her family who are like staying at this cabin, and Kevin James plays uh, like the leader of a group of like prisoners that escape prison or something like that, and they take the family hostage and. Uh, <laughs> Joel McHale plays the fuck. It's a, it's, it sounds stupid. It's really fucking good. Uh, I imagine it would Becky, be Becky. That's what it's called. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, it just oh came God. out Wait, like, last it, it, year. Becky? It was. My, yeah, my, it, a friend of mine worked Becky. on that. She, she, yeah, she worked on that film. Actually, I think she was up for an award for that. It's, she was. We worked in the special effects department. Huh. Doing like the special effects makeup. It and is. Shit. Shockingly good movie. Shockingly, shockingly wow. good. Kevin James oh, yeah. as like a Nazi fucking villain. 
is he's actually quite fucking terrifying in that movie. Like this is a guy who like he's he's also very multi talented. But Joel McHale playing like the straight laced father type in a movie and like really pulling it off too and having a lot of emotional moments in that movie was he was really good in it. He's wow. he, like I said, like um, have you ever seen him around stand up comedians? You know. Usually stand-up comedians are the people who dominate a room in that, but he is very quick-witted, and he can stand, He really stands toe-to-toe with them. Hawk, you know? <laughs> Yo. do you know who plays Becky in this film? No. Lulu Wilson. Do you know who that is? You should recognize the name because that's Riker's daughter from Picard. <gasps> and they, oh! Uh, they, they just announced a sequel to the movie as well. There's going to be a second one coming out. That's I think it's crazy. Production right now. I, I want to watch it purely for her. Like, she was amazing on Picard. Oh, she's one incredible. One of the only the things that was good in the first she, season. She's, there was a lot of good performances in the movie, but it all hinges on her performance, and she is really, really good. Like, good. for a 13, 12 or 13-year-old girl to carry a movie like that, it was pretty mm-hmm. phenomenal. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Marcus, how did you get into Community? Um... So, I mean, the time when Community came out, uh, I don't think I watched it right away. I think I let it simmer for a while. Um, like, I had just finished school. Like, I was kind of in the middle of, like, starting a new career. So, like, I remember I was all over the place. But what actually got me hooked was um, was Donald Glover. And it was because I used to watch Derek Comedy on yes. like online. Like, the, his, the old Derek Comedy uh, videos. Like, the, the Mad Hatter one where, like, he keeps making hats with like mercury and goes fucking crazy and shit <laughs> like it's such it's such a good like him and uh like a bunch of the, the guys who created they created that uh that, that movie that came out the team spy force or like whatever it was like the uh, oh god it's a movie from the same guys that create that did Derek comedy and everything and all those writers like all of those guys ended up being writers on like the community and they actually like guest starred in a few episodes and stuff like that it's just like awesome that they all kind of still connect into each other's lives and everything but uh when i was what like happened to watch an episode of community or when it was on tv or something i saw donald glover and i was like holy shit it's that guy from Derek comedy he's on a show awesome and i just watched it because of him but i stayed because of everything else mm-hmm. like i don't even remember what episode it was but it was it would have been like probably mid mid first season and I kind of got like, oh, my God, I need to watch this. So I didn't get to watch the first bit of season one until it came back out on DVD. And then once it started coming mm-hmm. out on DVD, I would buy the, the seasons as they came out. And yeah. then I just made sure that I watched them all and everything just to keep caught up with every single episode and everything. Um, and oh, my God, like I just loved <laughs> everything mm-hmm. that was coming out of that show. I remember working at Future Shop and one of the pre-order bonuses for getting the DVDs or like first day, whatever, whenever you buy a set of DVDs was the Troy Nobbit in the Morning Cup mug. <laughs> and now I use it all the time. It's like, it's one of my favorite things. Um, and uh, in the morning, and I, I, I swear to God, I can't go to a funeral anymore without going Troy and Troy Nobbit are in morning. I was about to mention that for my episode. It's so funny. Like this, this, the show is has no equal. Like there's nothing that I can think of that has been this influential on TV. It's live action Rick and Morty. Yeah, 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 I yep. agree. But, like, but, you, you, you can tell that it's the like what Dan Harmon's style is. Like mm, it's yeah. he's just. He's just the king of non sequitur entertainment. Like nothing has to yeah. deal with anything. It's just just and, shit out there that's yet, gonna make you think. They yeah. still grow as characters through each yeah. season. Like oh yeah. One of the shows he learned this from was he was one of the co-creators of the Sarah Silverman program. I don't know if oh, you yeah. guys have watched yeah, that back yeah, yeah. in the two thousands. 
so I, good. I, don't remember, I remember it, but I don't think I really watched it. Some of the most offbeat humor I've ever seen. There was one episode <laughs> that dealt with, uh, you know, how Brian Posen and the other guy on the show, they, you know, they're they're boyfriends, right? Even though they just look like two big stoners who ha- who are just roommates, right? Um, the one guy finds out that his boyfriend, the only song he has on his iPod, on his iTunes account, anywhere, you know. Is Two Princes by uh, the uh, the Spin Doctors. One, two, yeah. the only song. It's the only song he listens to, and he gets obsessed with this. He's like, "Why does he only listen to that one song? It's a shitty song." <laughs> I I love that song. Yeah, I like it too. I like. What else makes this show different? Like, there's there's nothing that's come on since that show that really. Even Rick and Morty isn't the same as Community. There was something special about this show. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, you, I, you, 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 it was, you, it was a show that took chances. Like it was a show where he was allowed to to throw shit at the wall and see what happened. And like, he was yeah. not afraid to fail. He wasn't afraid it was, to it go was, for things and fail. Like, and it was also one of those things where you could put these characters that you start to develop for, you start to develop feelings for, you start to love and everything, but you can put them in the most ridiculous situations, and they commit to it so intensely and the 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 show around it everything around them commits to it too mm-hmm. so like it's okay to get lost like you can get lost in the law and order episode you can get <laughs> lost in like all these like there's just moments where you're just like okay i'm watching this this show today and you just get, let yourself have it it's and just we, and that's the brilliance of it because like it's not it doesn't come at it from an amateurish point of view where it's just like some guy just Throwing out shit against the wall. It's somebody who professionally dissects television and that, you know. Yes. Abed yeah. is basically kind of an extension of Dan Harmon's personality, mm-hmm. you know, I suspect. Um, yeah. And this is why it's so great is because there's these, he knows these television episodes and that. So it's like he can pull the whole tropes apart and restitch them back together. Yeah. Yeah. In the most ridiculous ways. And they had the most, <laughs> like, incredible cast. Like, none of that would have worked if you didn't believe the cast. Like, the world was introduced. I think in general, like a lot of people know knew Joel McHale from, you know, uh, Talk Soup or or you know, Danny Glover from uh, Donald Glover from Danny Glover. Oops, uh, Donald Glover from you know all the Derek comedy and stuff. But like really, most of the people met Joel McHale, Jillian Jacobs, Danny Pudi, Alison Brie, Ken Jeong, Yvette Nicole Brown, Jim Rash, I, Donald Glover uh, from this show. Like, I'd argue that going into the show, Chevy Chase is the only name that anybody yeah. like the, yeah. the majority 100%. of people were really like. Okay, I know this. Yeah, I know that's that. that, and I think a lot of people came in. They're like, "Oh, Chevy Chase was funny in the '80s. I wonder what he's doing now." <laughs> and then he's not even the best part of the show. He's good. No, he's, he's not the best. Mm, he's he's probably the worst part of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, you didn't even just meet those main characters. We also got like a, a billion, you know, secondary characters. We had John. We Oliver. got Ken, Je- Ken Jeong, who has become fucking huge yeah and it's just like this this was a show that just let him go fucking nuts yeah yeah and then the, john oliver before john last oliver. week tonight yeah like... oh john oliver oh and then later on we got Paget brewster on there we got keith david and jonathan banks, banks. jonathan up. banks yeah. oh man like it it's incredible this <laughs> cast um don't forget starburns 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 who's actually starburns. one of the writers pop, as well on pop. this show Oh yeah. Um, so speaking of Jonathan Banks, Keith David, Patrick Brewster, uh, what did we think when 
you know, Donald Glover and Chevy Chase ended up leaving the show after a couple it, seasons because of, you know, Donald Glover wanted to focus more on his music and rightfully show. So he's amazing as a musician. Um, and then Chevy Chase had issues. He got fired. <laughs> let's just yeah. let's just put it out there. Yeah, he got yeah, fired for yeah, some yeah, bad yeah. behavior. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The show lost me at that point. Um, I I couldn't connect to the new characters. They were coming in the way that I did to the original seven. Like that was Mm. such a perfect formula, those seven characters, because every single one of them had something about each other that both appealed to them and antagonized them. So it was just such a perfect combination. And even just losing Chevy, even though like all the behind the scenes stuff and how he was like horrible for production and like really brought down spirits and that even just losing that character of Pierce to me, just like that ruined that ruined that some sort of me. dynamic in there yeah 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 and then like with all of them leaving one after another after that i was just like it's just not the same show to me anymore it, it was weird yeah. when donald glover left for me just because his chemistry with um abid was probably yeah, my favorite part of the show i love their because that was the thing is like when he left it's like where does it where does abed go now like there are so many little like linchpins that like when they left, it's just everything kind of started falling apart for me. Yeah, I really got to say Jonathan Banks coming in after uh, Chevy Chase left and that I helped like a lot with season five because he added something to it. That He was, a, he, you know, like we knew him. It's a that was him. He was him coming. That was him coming straight after, you know, uh, the final season of uh, Breaking Bad. And, yep. You know, yeah. exploring like, you know, kind of playing that same character in that, but like in a comedic and it somehow worked. Um, well, it's, was, it's, ha- it's having that character in a ridiculous circumstance in a, in a ridiculous situation and it gave it like a, suddenly a new spin you're like oh shit what's gonna happen with this hard like hard knuckled kind of guy like it's just the, so funny <laughs> the best moment was that one with abed you know when abed knocked coffee all over those drawings he was doing oh yeah yeah, yeah. the duck uh, and, was that the, the duck? It, yeah yeah he, well abed was in like a kick puncher you know homemade costume this was after donald glover left he was supposed to go to a, a kick puncher screening so Buzz Hickey, the you know Jonathan Banks character, handcuffed, handcuffed him to a file cabinet and said, "You don't get to do what you want anymore." Yep. Oh my! One God. of the best scenes. One of this. one of the things I loved with him with uh, with with John Banks is the the um, the part where I think yeah Troy and Abed are both still there, but they're hiding in the office as like a tree or a couch. Oh yeah, and, a and he comes oh in. God. <laughs> and he and he comes in and he starts having that conversation with like the doctor or whatever and like he's or, it was, like, he but this, about... I remember too it was his pharmacy and he was arguing about the lipitories that the yeah. generic stuff doesn't work with me. yeah <laughs> oh my god and just watching them like awkwardly like oh this will be funny and then as it keeps going they're like oh my god <laughs> I love that moment so much. <laughs> Like season five had its moments. Like there were there were parts. It has moments. It has moments. But I I like I agree with Brent in in the way that like I hate like I hate the fact that Chevy Chase caused so much shit on the show. Yeah. Uh, Like I hate that part of it. But the character of Pierce, aside from Chevy Chase himself, the character was so good, and we need that character. Like that character was so perfectly intertwined, and because of his legacy of being there from the beginning it's understandable why this character hasn't been kicked out why they still have somewhat like feelings and like they still want to hold on to pierce being around mm. like even though he's an asshole but you need yeah. that asshole like he was a sympathetic great... villain right yeah, yeah yeah for sure 
Which and was like, weird I'm... because of how often they pushed him over any kind of line of being sympathetic. Like mm-hmm. the yeah. D episode oh with Neil. Oh, like yeah. like I'm like, I'm watching this going, how are we supposed to like Pierce after this? They just keep every time you think here's the line, they're not gonna go past it, they fucking kick the line another hundred yards. Like that episode. holy shit. <laughs> Pierce, for I've your never, turn, I've never I have the I've, Duquesne sword. <laughs> I've never seen a character like so just like that I so universally hate and love at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. And the way yeah. he goes out um, was actually quite good yes. uh, on the show, which we'll talk about when we get to Hawk. I, <laughs> um, so there was a uh, season, the fourth season, the gas season that Brent had mentioned earlier that was not... You know, run by Dan Harmon. He had gotten fired from season three because of, you know, issues with Chevy Chase and the network and a lot of weird stuff. And they're like, the network was like, you know what? We can make this show work still. Then they did the fourth season and everyone was like, that was fucking weird. Uh, what'd you guys there's, think of that? Like fourth, season? fourth season's got a couple of episodes that are still okay, but it's not, you can tell it's because there's already been the establishment of the characters and their dynamics and stuff like that that make the episodes tolerable but you can't help but feel like there's something there's a heart missing from all of season four there's a whole little bit of like the 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 intelligence factor is not there you know it's not as cutting into the into the yeah it's like here's a pop here's a pop culture reference okay why is that funny now why is it relevant now it's like oh we we don't know we just we threw it in there because that's what you guys like, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no. What we like is the very witty commentary on that pop culture reference mm. at this time because it's perfect right now because blah, blah, blah. Like, that's that's what Dan Harmon brought yeah. to the you've show. Got, you've got all the ingredients to make the cake in front of you, but only Dan Harmon had the recipe and the instructions. Yes. Like, yes. Um, that was the that was the year that Chang lost his memory and he yeah Changnesia Changnesia yeah which was fun in itself funny but it, it was it was a weird it felt a little like the Wish brand version of Community um, yeah oh man um is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we go into our favorite episodes like there's I just um, wonder because because Dave's not here I I don't know whether or not you had the clip of the uh, the pool game. The pool game. Oh, I can with, I can look uh, it up, but you guys can keep talking. Oh, that's a physical yeah. education episode. Yeah, yeah. I was just because yeah. I know Dave pointed out that that was like his favorite moment sure. of the show, and I was like, Dave, Dave's not here, man. So <laughs> it'd be nice to throw that in there for him. Uh, yeah. There are a bunch of um. There's a couple I, things. Yeah, from, it's right at the I, top I, there. I don't think that that's the one. That's when he doesn't wait. Is it when he plays? No, this one he doesn't want to play. I choose shorts. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, me... there we go. Jeff plays pool naked. Yeah. Where? Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm gonna switch this over. The video. Okay. Up. Oh, I gotta unmute it. Keep unmuting it and muting it just so that we don't accidentally. I don't accidentally play it. Anyway, here we go. This is for yeah. this is for Dave. This, is Dave's, this one's for you, Dave. This is Dave's choice for uh, favorite episode. Yeah, what do you think of that? See, you haven't learned anything except how to look cool playing pool in shorts. You're wrong, man. I'm just having a good time <laughs> because I love playing pool. Liar! <laughs> you think you look cool. Yeah? Well, how cool is this? <laughs> <laughs> 
Stop projecting your obsession with clothes onto me as an excuse <laughs> for when I beat you in a game of real pool. Oh, you wanna play real pool, huh? Oh. <laughs> I play real pool. Now who doesn't care how they look? Me! Shouldn't you be stopping this? Sim. Sim. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I mean, there's a very big difference between Joel McHale taking his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we gonna get flagged for the music? Oh, who cares? Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna hydrate because of Hardcraft. <laughs> oh, yeah, that close up shot. You know what? I just love his underwear choice. I know, <laughs> so tidy whities. Oh. But, like, the tidy whities you can tell have been. They're like, they've been oh, worn they've been far too oh, often. Yeah, you can see just a little yellowing at the corner. <laughs> 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 Wardrobe nailed it that time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love Andy's face right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And this was first season, like that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Dean. <laughs> 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 Look at me! Look at me! You beat me. From now on, you play pool dress however you choose. I choose shorts. I choose shorts! Shorts! Son of a bitch. <laughs> you magnificent! You make magnificent son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's oh, such a it's such let a, me get in there. <laughs> Oh my god, it's such Fuck. a good show. Like it there there are so many moments like this that we could go on for hours and hours and hours just about like the I, I was looking through clips and the the closing segments that come from every episode or whatever. I was watching the one with Troy Naved where they're pretending to be Bert and Ernie. I got here, have some cookies. Come on, oh. I gotta get to my cousin's funeral. I knew there was some reason I couldn't do this today. And he's like leaving and he's like, Abed's response, oh, poor Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri! The amount of times they make fun of um, Donald Glover being a Jeho Jehovah's Witness on this show. Jehovah's Witness, yeah. Just made yeah. me smile so much. Oh, and it led to that rap that he did in the in the Glee episode, which I'm going to talk about later. How about when we Don't meet they, his grandmother? Not, the Biblioteca. Yeah. Oh, his grandmother with the switch? 
Kawa? Oh, my God. <laughs> Brenda, you need to respect your elders. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't yes, understand please. you, Brenda. She's had enough. She's had enough. <laughs> Donald Glover crying is my favorite part of the show. Without a doubt. <laughs> Anytime and we have a clip of that. Yeah, later. actually, here's my... This is my favorite uh, clip of the of this show it's not from the episode i'm doing but i'm gonna play it anyway because it's yeah. amazing yes excuse me i'm looking for troy barnes <laughs> <laughs> i almost i almost put this clip in too <clears throat> hey troy hi i'm lavar burton <laughs> It's Is there anyone he can't produce? Now I'm really getting mad. Why am I the only one who decided to torture? <laughs> I told Pierce a thousand times I never wanted to meet LeVar in person. I just wanted a picture. You can't disappoint a picture. I hate you, Pierce. Are you more familiar with me from Star Trek or Reading Rainbow? Reading Rainbow is a show I hosted and produced for 25 years on PBS. I can go places high. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. I'm gonna stop it there. I'm just gonna keep watching that episode. More that, was, <laughs> that was oh actually God. that was one of my picks for favorite episodes oh. of, of Community. Yeah, it's, it's on my list too. It's oh yeah. so good. I, I yeah. like honestly the first one I would have picked was um was the Chaos Theory one. I I can't remember the name of it right now. Remedial chaos theory. Yeah. Yeah. Remedial chaos theory. And I think it's what I do. I think it's really the first time the the world on a whole said that this was the darkest timeline because that was the you know the phrase from that whole season from that point to the end and then everyone started using it once we hit 2016 onwards. Um, Huge cultural meme. Oh man. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Hawk. Who's your? What's your episode that you want to talk about first? Um, so I guess I will talk about this one first. Uh, intermediate documentary filmmaking. This was from season two. This was season two. Oh, episode. I didn't write the episode number down. Oh, yeah. I just looked at it for mine. Yeah. Um, this one was written by a... Let me see. Sorry. This one was written by Megan Gans and directed by Joe <laughs> Russo. Uh, it was first. I think it was one of the first times they broke their traditional camera uh, structure for the show. And what with a completely found footage documentary style filmmaking um, little syn- uh, synopsis of it. After Pierce's overdose, he requests a study group gather by his bedside so he can bequeath them items he uses to <laughs> basically em- manipulate them emotionally. That's where uh, this Lamar <laughs> Burton thing came from. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every single one of them gets a gift from him and that that ends up having these like, you know, huge emotional 
consequences for each of them. Uh, <laughs> they're not the gifts that they want. Uh, they're not even really the gifts that they need. Nope. Uh, it culminates in the gift that he bestows upon Jeff in finding his long lost father, apparently for him. Um, <laughs> and, and leads to, you know, basically Jeff beating the shit out of Pierce in the parking lot, which is something you kind of, you kind of want, always wanted to see it in that because of how Pierce is set up as, you know, a villain, a sympathetic villain, but a villain nonetheless. And uh, it is one of the richest episodes you know, and one of my personal favorites. I I gotta admit that that was a really good episode. Like <laughs> they, the whenever they change the style of the show, it really you know resonates with me. They did that. They did the other doc, the Pillow Fort documentary as well, mm-hmm. which spanned two episodes, and it was like it was right. Ken, that one was done Ken Burns style, yeah, which was so funny. And it was it was perfect. Like it felt like a wartime documentary. Um, and then in the first season, they got Justin Lin, who you know people know from his horror films or um, from the Fast and Furious films. And he did the first paintball uh, episode, and it was one hundred percent an homage to old like uh, you know Asian action films and. Oh, he did the a- part where Ken Jeong comes busting in with the golden gun is just the greatest oh, thing. Oh, that's like, straight out oh, of yeah, every a- like old Chow Yun Fat movie. Yeah, right? yeah. That's oh, yeah. A dire- that, that is a direct reference to the killer. But yeah, yeah, yeah he had the exact same sunglasses. He same the suit. Movie. Oh my god, I, I love what, what's the, what's the class he's taking, and he brings it. He's like remedial thing, whatever. Like, I fucking love it so much. He's, oh, I don't know, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, <laughs> wasn't it? Like, I think it had something to do with Kitar. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> that was in the second season. Um, oh God, I when can't he, remember. He's no longer the Spanish. Yeah, and, and they're in anthropology on. now. Yeah, yep. something like that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I love the episode you picked, Hawk. Like that was that. Like I shouldn't have played that Troy, uh, Lavar Burton clip because we should have just done it afterwards. Because oh no, that that's cool. It was it's totally cool. It's actually a good introduction to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a classic. You know, for that guest appearance. You know, getting Lavar Burton and that and. Him interacting with Troy was just amazing. I can't even say interacting in that because imagine how hard that was for Donald Glover in that. It's like, okay, here's a childhood idol. You don't interact with him at all. <laughs> you stare at him in the most yeah. perfect way ever. I can only imagine the filming of that. Like, it must have been hilarious. Oh, LeVar Burton has that Troy Nobbit cup that I have. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, anyone else want to talk about intermediate documentary filmmaking? I love that episode. It's it's a fucking amazing episode. I love like the style of it is like it really did set itself apart immediately. Like you instantly got the fact that like okay, this show is just gonna take it. Like she's gonna, we're gonna take this ball, we're gonna roll with it and mm-hmm. go crazy. I loved. I just love the fact that throughout the entire thing, there's even as the audience like there's like a shred of moment where you're like, did he get his dad? Like did he get Jeff's yeah. dad? Until you realize he didn't, and there's that moment of him scrambling holy shit i love that so much and then mm. that the phone call jeffrey this is your father i would love to come see you but it's just too hard no no don't come to me i'll see and you then, later bye son then the, driving back. the ghetto the the terrible getaway ends up causing he ends up crashing into a car <laughs> oh my god oh. Yeah, I love that, oh, because people, was, their manipulations were so good too, especially yeah. Shirley in that, giving her a CD in that. 
You know, it's like this is what everybody's been saying about you behind your back. Like that yeah. was the thing I loved about this episode was this is the episode that that like just took Pierce Hawthorne from being curmudgeon, racist, grumpy old grandpa to just pure malevolent villain. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> this was a good build towards um the the D and D episode. Was yeah. that that was after this, right? Was that was after. I think that was season three, wasn't it? Oh no! No, uh, no, was... the season two, I think. Yeah, it's season two. It was. Oh, it's before that. Oh, okay. Ah, it was. Oh. It was two episodes earlier. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah if we're done with uh, Hawk, uh, let's go with uh, Brent. What's your episode? You want to talk about my? I'm st- okay. I'm starting to see a trend here on good episodes uh, created by the same people because my episode is also written by Megan Gans and directed by Joe Russo, um, <laughs> which I did not know until I started my rewatch recently just how much Joe and Anthony Russo were involved in the series. Yeah, yeah. I um, never knew that before. That's why- yeah. All a whole bunch of the characters from or uh, actors yeah. from community all pop into their movies think, because of that. Yeah, I think I knew that. Like, I think I I had made the connection before, but completely forgot about it. But my episode is also season two, episode eight, cooperative calligraphy. <clears throat> this That's is a good one. Yes, this. Oh, this is the episode. Oh. There is a cute little puppy parade going. What did I? Oh, go? the puppy parade. There is oh, there's puppy a parade. puppy parade going on at school, but. <laughs> Alas, a pen is missing, and someone potentially the bottle stole episode. It. <laughs> and bottle now the episode. entire group is turning all of their insecurities among each other, all against each other. Like I, I love this because it was the first episode where you've seen that throughout the series, they've all been finding little things about each other that drive them crazy. Like you know, I love you for these reasons, but these are things that annoy me. And then this episode is like the time when every character gets to just unleash about everything they fucking hate about each other. And it is an all over just a simple missing pen. And it's I've, I've been in situations where you want to say things, you want to tell people what you feel, but you just can't. And then that one little tiny straw that broke the camel's back just erupts into the most wonderful little bottle episode ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> This episode and and Pierce is in a wheelchair and has like a, he's yeah, in a wheelchair with double leg casts and just the ridiculousness of them doing this. And and I just love that moment that like when they're ahead. all just sitting there, just like, did we check everywhere? And they all just kind of like look over at Pierce. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I think that's your clip, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, that's oh, let's, let's pop it on. Yeah, yeah, please. Unmute that. All right. Nice try, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. We all have agreed. <laughs> Nobody leaves till we find it. <laughs> yeah, here we go. We are gonna find this pen. We are gonna find that pen. <gasps> and if we can't find it, our children will find it. Is it over here? The, the pen? This incredible, magical pen that nobody knows how it could disappear. Oh, maybe it's right in here. Guys, oh, this is school property. We didn't just, know about forget it. Forget it. It's a pen. <laughs> it's a pen now? Really? It's not a principal anymore? Now it's a pen? Why the change of heart? You're not seriously accusing me. Mm. We searched my bag. 
Which is exactly the last place you'd put it if you found it halfway through all this. In fact, assuming that one of us does have the pen, who among us has the most incentive to make sure it never sees the light of day? You want to go there? Yeah. I'll go there. Okay. I was born there. Really? There's a placard there commemorating me. What's going on and how can I help? <laughs> no, you relax, Jeff. Or are you scared that if you do, my pen will fall out? Oh, you precocious little bitch. Okay, guys, guys, hey, guys, hey, guys, We need to flip the table, divide the group by gender, and then search each other in our underwear. What? <laughs> now what? Everybody shake. Enough to dislodge. <laughs> Danny Putty. Okay, anything hit the floor? No. What is underwear made out of? They look luxurious. Oh, they're an organic soy cotton blend. This Guinevere must be real special. Don't you usually wear the stripy turquoise Beetlejuice numbers? What does she mean? Usually? Oh, this is the oh, second right. one. Was, that was about the point that I'm like, this is the, the second room. Beetlejuice we episode stripped. set up. There is absolutely no place left. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who remembers how he got down in the wheelchair? <laughs> It was the uh, trampoline, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Amazing. That also that episode is the one that sets up, I think, one of the funniest storylines in the second season, which is, is it Chang's baby? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, my the one God. Where she realizes, when, when Troy realizes, like, wait a minute, you got pregnant on Halloween. Oh, no. This yeah. is also the, the episode where Annie's boobs, we find out Annie's, Annie's boobs, boobs is still around. Annie's boobs. <laughs> Which yep. is a monkey they for had, those who haven't seen this show. They had so many running like thread lines throughout the series. and that it, it, it's, it's a show you could pretty much throw any episode on and probably find something funny about it. But it's even more rewarding if you like know the whole. Mm. That, that, Beetlejuice, <sighs> that Beetlejuice play out is one of the most yeah. genius things I've ever seen in a television The show. Danny Putty shake kills me <laughs> yeah. whenever I see him do it. He's still one of my favorite actors. He's on Mythic Quest right now and he's amazing on it. Um, any any other things about this episode? I think it's... it's I th like it's, it's one of those episodes <laughs> like be, if there was anything consistent in the story writing it was like eventually there would be something that would tear the group apart they even did that whole mo montage thing in that where basically like the group gets torn apart by the experience that they had together mm -hmm. and jeff monologues and back into you yeah. know civility by yes. the end and friendship <laughs> you know um this was really the first episode that kind of really highlighted that aspect of it yeah um like literally by the end of the episode they're bearing themselves to each other <laughs> I, I, I love the fact love... that Go ahead. Okay. I, I just love. I love that this is one of those episodes that gets called back later on, like when they're like, you "Remember the time when yep. we like, like you know, like this is one of those episodes that constantly gets like referred back to when we lost the pen." Hey guys, remember that time when we lost we lost the pen? It was an event the whole time, like all that kind of shit. Like, I love how that kind of stuff happens. Like, so nice to see it all get called back. <laughs> Later on, I, the, even that episode gets referenced because, like, the when the rest of the community college, like, you know, gives the group the cold shoulder because, like, all their adventures end up, you know, impacting all their selfishness yeah. impacts the rest of the community. That episode yeah. gets called back because they destroyed that 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 study room. It's, it's Garrett, right? Isn't it Garrett? Yep. Both like, guys, I need to study in there, and just like one of them lost a pen. We're doing just... episode, and he shuts the door. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I also wow. just love the episode too, like partway through, as one of my favorite Dean Pelton moments with his voiceover coming over the radio. 
Well, everyone, it's starting to get quite cold outside, so we're going to need everybody to go ahead and pick up a puppy and cuddle it to keep it warm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this, because I don't see how there could possibly be anyone not here right now. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, I think like season two is one of like one of the strongest um so many so many amazing episodes marcus what did you pick okay okay i this is very hard like i have so many on this list that i like that i really want to, like to to talk about because we'll i probably talk about it anyway. love them all <laughs> well, well, well well i'll bring them up well after we do this i sure we, we'll have to do like our honorable mentions and mm-hmm. like kind of thing um i will say okay my my first, these are my two top ones that I wanted to choose. The first, uh, the first one that did not make it is, I will bring it back later, is the digital estate planning, which yes. was the episode oh, uh, with uh, Giancarlo Esposito, yep. and like where where they they're going into the video game for mm-hmm. uh, his inheritance and stuff like that. Oh my I god! Freaking love that episode. Abed Such makes a, a family. Episode. And Gilbert. Oh my god. Abed makes the family with all the little Abeds like Abed hacks the game. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so so funny because the way he does it too. He's just like, wait a minute, she's got a like, uh, she got, has this menu of this, and this goes to another subroutine to this menu. <laughs> I think I'm in love. Like it's just so good of Abed, and then like Pierce giving up and like trying to bury himself in the game and kill himself, mm-hmm. like all these like stupid <laughs> little things. You know, um, Gilbert, like, unlocking God mode and all this kind of shit. Like, it's just such a great concept. And it's just such an amazing... I love the ending. I love the way it all, like, kind of come together. And it's just brilliant. So I love love that episode. But uh, my my episode that I am choosing is Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. Yes. um, Because it's just... It was, it's it, like there, there are a handful of episodes that I will constantly go back and just watch once in a while. This is one of them, and I love it so much, mainly because also we get Fat Neil for the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like he's just, it was like that whole intro where it's like Lord of the Rings, like the moniker of Fat Neil, like, like that whole th- thing, whatever. And like you even hear, you even hear that moment of like, Oh, I think he's it's down by there by Fat Neil, and you just see like that whole thing, completely unaware that it is Joel McHale himself's character, Jeff Winger, who's the one that has given the moniker. And he's like, "Well, I didn't mean it on purpose. He was by other Neil." He's like, "Then call him Skinny Neil." Well, he's not that skinny. He's black. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't see I don't see the world through that lens. Like, there's just so many good moments in this episode. Um, I love, but of course, uh, I love when Annie's like, and I'm. Hector the well endowed. Hector the well endowed. Like, I, I meant that. I meant that for Troy. <laughs> and like the look they all give them, like uh, what? So that is hilarious. Like yeah, everybody's characters getting mixed up and everything is just brilliant. Um, I also just love, of course, like the the main thing about this episode is Pierce Hawthorne's like awful, horrible character trait. Like he becomes such an asshole in this one like this is the one where it's like you can almost forgive him in every other episode this is the episode where just before the ending you're like i want to stab him in the face he's such an asshole because you're just like that poor kid just he steals his sword that he, he like rapes his fa- like the duquesne family sword like and not even you know, just all- the, not even just the game stuff like set up how the whole episode happens with them doing this Dungeons and Dragons game because they're afraid this kid's going to kill himself. Yes. Like they're worried that yeah. he's going to actually commit suicide in real life. 
And then you take that and you look at how horrible Pierce is towards him. It's like, <laughs> you monster. Like, yeah. He does not rec. He does not rec. It's weird. He does not recognize other people's like kind of no, feelings or emotions no. and that. This is all about him being excluded from games and that. Yeah. So, and he would rather <laughs> punish a poor kid who's possibly on the verge of suicide. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that it ends up turning into an amazing, like an amazing session of D and D for Neil, and the fact that it resolves with Neil being like, no. I'm fine and I'm going to be fine. I pity Pierce. Like that whole pity Pierce at the end is oh. amazing. And I just love that it's also a tactic that they use in the game and stuff like that. And I use, okay, unfreeze. And just like, oh, you use your turn. And now you've lost this. And now this, it's like, I throw the sword at the amulet. Like all that shit is just such a good D&D moment. So I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. But also I just love the visual concepts of like stuff that would have happened. The only thing I wish they could have done in this episode is given us like, hints of like i wouldn't want like drawings or like fictional versions of it but like if we could have gotten like really quick snippets for even a split second of our these people as their characters like yes. i would have loved to have seen chevy chase as pierce hawthorne's character or whatever in the game for a split second in like a cape with no clothes on and like a sword <laughs> would have been the funniest fucking thing just for a quick clip of it or something you know what i mean like but the fact that like where he makes his throne and then he starts reading all of the Garrett's D and D books and like, ah, uh, Abed, do you know about the lake of the thing? And like, you know, that whole shit is just so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's and then of course the the Abed t as an elf or like as an orc or whatever, like, and the the you know, we have to talk to him like this, and then it's like, what is it? Hector the well endowed, played by Annie. <laughs> sleeps with like the character and they go into the whole thing and they're like level oh. and yeah. <laughs> fucking Troy is just like, like yeah. and, then, and the best is like I spoon for the uh, proper amount and then I move on and then <laughs> Troy how long is that exactly <laughs> oh my god it's probably the best community episode I think out yeah. of and all of them I, I think it's the number one one I've seen it on number one on so many lists um, yeah, like it's such a good take on the like it takes such a heavy subject matter and it it doesn't make it unimportant, but it's also fairly light as an episode on on a whole. Um, yeah, which makes it easily digestible by the by the whole community, right? By by most people, yeah. uh, and the genre bending and just the the quick wit in the whole episode. My God, um, I know that this episode also had a lot of controversy because it was taken off of most streaming services. For a while, I yeah. don't know if it's still there. I watch, I watch it on a different service, um, but you know, hopefully, was this this wasn't because of the suicide angle, was it? No, it was because oh, of. I remember uh, why now? Oh my god! It's because yeah. someone dressed up as a dark elf uh, uh, in the episode, and people were like, "That's not cool." But I'm like, "But he's a dark that... elf. That's what dark elves look like." That is what dark elves look like. Yeah. Which was ridiculous, and I hope they ended up putting this back on. Um, I know ABC was really worried about their image at the time. So NBC, NBC, whatever. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I'll skim through the episode real quick here and see whether or not that's on Netflix. Um, is anyone else? Uh, that that's episode what, was two. It might be because I I totally missed this episode on my watch around. I think it's because they took it off there. I I know it was on Prime for a while, but. Um, Anyway, that's why um, it's good to have the DVDs. I have exactly. those DVDs for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Um, if we're all done with D and D, 
which was a phenomenal episode. I was going to pick uh, Remedial Chaos Theory because I love that episode and everyone we'll talk about it later. For it is. Honorable. It's removed from Netflix. That's crazy. Yep. That's, I was wondering why I missed the episode when I was doing the watch. Yep, so too. crazy. So crazy. Um, I'm going to pick an episode purely because I love when Dan Harmon rips on something that everyone loves at the time, but he absolutely fucking hates. <laughs> um, the most recent Rick and Morty was fortune cookies. He just ripped them a new one. He hates fortune cookies, apparently. Um, oh, I haven't seen the new one yet. Sure. But uh, I'll, 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 we'll talk about it after. Okay. But in 2011, during season three, this was two years after Glee premiered. And Glee was like the hottest shit thing on the TV and everyone loved it. And Dan Harmon hated the crap out of it because he thought it was so, uh, it was, it didn't make sense to him. He, th he thought it was garbage on TV. Like, um, and he made a whole episode where he made fun of it and it was called regional holiday music. This season three, episode 10. Um, and it was a holiday themed parody of Glee in which Abba tries to persuade each member of the study group to join the Glee club so they can qualify for regionals. This was also their Christmas episode of that year. So um, Abed wanted everyone to hang out, you know, feel like a like their their own family and watch a terrible version of the 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 Doctor Space Time holiday yep. special, which yeah. They, yeah. they show at the end. And it totally makes fun of the Star Wars holiday special. And I love that. That's what they do. Um. This episode is so witty, especially if you watch Glee at the time, because they took aspects of every Glee season and started condensing this one episode. Regionals was a very important thing that the Glee Club wanted to go to. And but nobody knew what the hell it was. No, nobody no, knows no. what regionals No, And regionals lead to semi-regionals, which <laughs> lower district regionals. <laughs> um, this episode also introduced uh, a new teacher... Uh, the Glee teacher, who was played by uh, an oh, SNL uh, alum, Taryn Killam. Taryn Killam, yeah. And he was also in Hamilton and a bunch of other things. And it also really introduced me to Donald Glover rapping for the first time. I'd never really seen him um, rap. Wait, shit. Did we, we didn't play a clip from the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Um, no, we didn't. I, I, oh, no, yeah. I will do that in a second. Um, but the, the Glee episode... Have you ever masturbated in the study room? <laughs> that, <laughs> that was from... That's for later. That's no. a different episode. No. Um, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> this is why I'm mute. YouTube wants to do it. This is the best episode ever. Um, oh my god. And... Glee, and then we find out that the the Glee teacher ends up killing, ended up killing the previous Glee team by cutting the <laughs> the brakes of the bus. But it's, it's the uh, one by one how they just kind of like the entire study. It's group like a cult, out. right? Yeah, and the, there's literally this reference to the body snatchers in it when it gets mm -hmm. to Jeff and that you know Britta runs yeah. up to him and that Jeff, everybody else is in Glee. And he turns around. Oh, no, she does that Veronica Cartwright head shake. Oh. oh. Man, I, I thought I had a clip from uh from this, but I, I seem to have lost it. Um and I and then I got that masturbating clip from <laughs> Um anyway, um what did you guys think of this episode? I don't know if you guys remember it. Oh well, I, remember I remember every one. episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um what I remember is I loved I loved again, because I 
to hated Glee. I did not. I've never watched a full episode of Glee. And every time, like, my friends watched it, everybody talked about it. I, I, I grew up with nothing but friends in musical theater. Like, they, of course, loved Glee, talked about Glee, fucking hated it. I couldn't stand it. Didn't think it was interesting at all. So this episode, I feel Dan Harmon so much because I'm like, this You're is funny. Baby. This is like, <laughs> yes, yes, I have shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. You did. You um, had the clip again there, Eric. You passed by it. No, I I, I put it in another window. Sorry, sorry, oh, Marcus. Okay. okay. So I I just lo- I loved like their references and everything. I really loved the when he first gets Abed to join in on the Glee Club thing, and I love that one line where he's just like, "Things are more interesting when cameras are spinning," and he yeah, just keeps doing that big crane spinning camera thing because like I used to see that all the time, and them singing about it, pointing it out is just so perfect for this genre for what they do i love it so much also this was like i always had like a little crush on allison brie from the beginning and everything but this was the one where i was like oh, oh her song. Boop, like boop, the, boop, boop, sex. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm a stupid christmas baby baby oh. i mean i honestly how many times i i would like just like re-watch that scene <laughs> i was very very attractive how anyway. many? I never made it through three. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm trying to find a D&D episode or a clip for you. Shirley dies oh. in D&D? Is this the one? No, no that's, that's, the, that's, that's the, the second, second one. That's the second one. That's the second D&D. Yeah. That's Icky's D&D. Here, here's that, one was, that was pretty good, too, but it wasn't as good as advanced D&D. Maybe they don't advanced have Dungeons it on Dragons. here because they removed it from... Because it got cut. They don't want, it, they want people to like recall it. Oh, that's shit. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to play the first part of this uh, Glee episode, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, here we go. Oh, la, 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 la. I'm just going to hit the washroom quick. Yeah, go for it. Oh, God, the human being. <laughs> they found a way to make the human being even creepier, covering him in icicles. I think I'm upset, too, that I didn't think yeah, to put an E pluribus anus yeah. uh, as oh my, my background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> found something we could watch together for Christmas this year. The long lost 1981 Inspector Space Time holiday special. Runtime two and a half hours, and so critically reviled that after it aired, the creator had his knighthood revoked. That sounds terrible. I want to watch it twice, but I'm spending <laughs> Christmas with my relatives. Or rather, I'm spending the day with my relatives while they refuse to acknowledge Christmas. You Jehovah Witnesses, so severe. Andre and I will be spending Christmas giving gifts to the more persuadable of our Jewish friends. I wouldn't call an unannounced visit from your pastor a gift, and don't bother this year. I'll be at the movies with my booby. You're not taking both of them? Well, one's dead. What? The semester's been so long and dark and angry. I was thinking we could have some lighthearted fun as a family. I think what we've learned, Abed, is that attempts to make the holidays brighter tend to give them a certain darkness. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. Actually, maybe I do. <laughs> Shirley's so good. It's the season to be jolly. la 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 Rock on! Merry Christmas, Greendale. Glee Club here. Reminding you that our Christmas pageant is coming. Next stop, regionals. What the hell are regionals? They never stop talking about it. I said deck. Please tell me we were not this obnoxious the year we filled in for them. T minus five seconds till the hip hop remix. Four, three. Come on. Re, 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 remix. Re, 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 remix. La, 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 F-A-L-A, come on. Oh, you're awfully quiet, Jeff. Nobody hates Glee <laughs> Club more than you. Today I'm just content to sit back and enjoy the show. And now. Our pop music mashup, Elton Lil John Lennon. Kick it! Hey, Tiny 
dancer. Okay. <laughs> Cease and desist. Glee Club meet ASCAP. Protecting musical copyright since 1914. It appears they have received an anonymous tip that unlicensed material was being performed here without the artist's permission. Merry Christmas, everyone. Glee Club just became History Club. My soul is dead. Okay, anyone asks, we were never here. <laughs> one more. I'm gonna put one more just because I want to. Um, okay. Um, I just want to. We got it. They had actual. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> please, 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 please make that the title of the episode. Uh, please I, make that the title of this podcast. <laughs> we'll see. I just really like the Please. the, the, the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, oh, yeah. Troy. Abed, you look gleeful. Troy, don't you think it might actually be fun doing this Christmas pageant for the Glee Club? Abed, we hate the Glee Club. Yeah. I guess I just like liking things. Abed. Look, you know I'd do anything you did, but I, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. We're not supposed to celebrate Christmas. I've been thinking about that. I may have a loophole. What if you were a Jehovah's Witness that was merely pretending to be into Christmas, gathering clues and blending in to take down the holidays from within? You mean like a spy investigating? Making it seem like I'm celebrating when actually I'm infiltrating Santa's operation? <laughs> Yoink! Going deep cover past enemy lines, making everybody think I'm on the Christmas side. Rocking warm sweaters, hanging big ass lights. If the fat man can see me, yo, it's gotta look right. I watch all the TV specials that I never could. I'll even cry during the sad ones like James Bond would. And when the big night comes, it's time to set the bait. Cold milk, hot cookies, decorative plates. And he'll come down the chimney and it will be just him and me But he won't know we're enemies cause stop play sincere Bring a trap like that, hug him tight, get on his lap and tell him he can come back every year Cause I am Jehovah's most secret witness So I might have to dedicate my life to Christmas And act just like I love it till the day I die Got a sore of Christmas on the spectrum, none of your business Thoughts too fast to <laughs> comprehend, just wanna do right by my friends If years were seasons, this December would be the December of our December More blueprints than Howard Hughes But if there are blueprints, how do we choose? We have to be happy to get to the end We have to save Christmas to save our friends We have to save Christmas to save our friends We have to save Christmas to save our friends Hey guys! <laughs> Rapping? Yep, wanna join us? Totally! Wait... <laughs> we're gonna need all hands on deck if we're gonna go to regionals. <laughs> I just need to study, though, in my room. So have fun. Oh my god, this uh, this oh uh, so the good. the cutting commentary on how bad Glee is and how it doesn't make sense is what really yeah. made this episode for me, and I love that it made fun of it so so well while making a better Glee episode than Glee did. <laughs> Or how about the phenomena itself, which uh, you know seem to infect people like some kind of a virus, you know, not unlike the body snatchers. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, that's our that's our list of our favorite episodes. Um, runners up. I'm gonna say obviously Remedial Chaos Theory was probably one of the best. Um, it's probably my second favorite after um the uh, the Advanced D and D episode. It, yes. uh, it introduced people to multi 
multiverse it each timeline was perfectly separate and hilarious in its own right um and you know we got to see some aspects of the characters that we you know had sort of seen before but hadn't really touched upon like um like um troy being nice to to pierce like that that interaction in that one timeline where they're like you know they're actually friends and he appreciates what pierce did for him um yeah i i loved i loved it i love that uh, the, Shirley had a joke baking with, issue. The joke with the with that troll doll kills yeah, me. Sorry. Like I fucking love that that troll doll has come up in multiple times during mm-hmm. this entire show, mm-hmm. and I love that so much. I love that the evil Troy ended up trying to eat it and burning out his voice box. Well, just that part where there's like Troy lost his vocal cords because he tried to for some reason eat a flaming troll. He's like, clearly you don't understand anything about just eating trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> or that Jeff lost an arm in the fire. Yeah, <laughs> I lost an arm. <laughs> and you put a blue streak in your hair. Exactly. Things got dark. <laughs> Troy was really good. I I really liked. Uh, hey Jeff, what does a pregnancy test look like? Uh, it's a it's yeah. a stick with a string out of it. So this is definitely a gun. Oh my god, that episode! I like. I just. I would love to know what it would would have been like for them to come in for like table reads and to like mm-hmm. read this and go like, "What is gonna happen? <laughs> what do I say? Really? Like, just, those must have been so entertaining." Mm-hmm. I also <laughs> love the the prop, the props for this for this episode were amazing. Like the olives in the toilet, <laughs> like in the back yeah, of the toilet, yeah, or the Indiana yeah. Jones scale model. Man, yep. Just, oh, just all so on the toilet. It's a fancy party. <laughs> yeah. Brittany, I know what you're doing in here. I'm 21. <laughs> yeah. Pulls up the, 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 the fucking the Popeye. candy cigarette. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, does anyone else want to throw a, um, a runner-up? Go. Yeah. Oh, I, I had uh, a couple that I picked for, for... Well, go ahead, Hawk. Yeah. Okay. Mine was uh, cooperative uh, polygraphy, uh, which was... Uh, episode season five, episode four, after Pierce's funeral, a lawyer named Mr. Stone shows up for an inquest into the circumstances of Pierce's death at Pierce's request and begins grilling the study group with an, the aid of a polygraph team who notify him every time someone lies. I so, have a clip for this. <laughs> oh, yes. do you? Actually, Hawk. Thank Hawk for this. Because Hawk picked the most perfect clip. <laughs> All right, go do it. Perry. Do you know that you hate yourself more than you should and that your passion inspired me? No, that's true. She didn't know. To Miss Perry, I leave my iPod Nano filled with music to take life less seriously by. Oh, that's nice. I also leave you this liquid nitrogen cooled cylinder of my hyperviral sperm in case your lesbian lifestyle one day wears out and you <laughs> wish to raise an army of geniuses. Shirley. Hmm? Did you know that you are not only a credit to your race and gender, but to our species, and that I was intimidated by your strength of character and business acumen? Yes. To Shirley Bennett, I leave my spacious timeshare yes. in Florida, where she can take what's-his-name and however many children she has now. Uh-huh. I also leave you a cylinder of my sperm. Oh. Annie Edison, did you know that you were always my favorite? You mentioned it once. But... I leave you this tiara, which you once refused to accept. It's the same tiara I used to wear when my mother would verbally assault me for not being a little girl. Also sperm. <laughs> yeah, did you know you're gay? No. Agree to disagree. 
To you, I leave this bottle of fine scotch so that you're less tempted to drink this cylinder of even finer sperm. <laughs> Did you know that you were insane and nothing that you said ever made any sense to me? Yep. Here's your sperm. <laughs> Did you know that you possess the greatest gift life can give? The heart of a hero. And that it's up to you not to waste it like I did. A thing? To Troy, I leave the obligatory sperm. <laughs> Maybe it's because everyone else got one. And because it's an old man's semen. But uh, <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> in addition, I am prepared to leave Troy Barnes my remaining shares in the Hawthorne Wipes Company, currently valued at $14.3 million. On one condition. You must first sail my boat, the Childish Tycoon, by yourself around the entire world. What? Again with the bait and switch. When I was 23, my father asked me to do the same thing to earn my adulthood and his fortune. Of course, I cheated and floated off the coast of Belize for a year doing coke with John Denver. I always regretted it. I'd like <laughs> to give you a chance to do what I never did. Become your own man. Okay, I'm a lawyer, Troy. It should be possible to contest these conditions as unreasonable. I'll and Pierce it. can take his mind games in his sperm, and he can put I'll them I'll do right... it. What? <laughs> Troy? <laughs> Pierce was a crazy old coot, yeah, but... I think he knew something about me that even I didn't know until now. Because he's offering me something I've been searching for... my whole life. Millions of dollars. <laughs> and being a man or whatever he said. <laughs> Say something. I'm speechless. Somebody say something. Ovid? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's a lie. Oh. I love the post credits of that. The post credits when they're is at the great. bar. <laughs> but the entire episode was great. You know, it's yeah. like even though Pierce was gone at that time, they still used the character of himself and that to torture them one last time and that because like he, the it was an inquest into his death, but it was also basically him. He had accumulated a ton of information for, about them behind the scenes. And the lawyer just kept asking him questions and that with the lie detector there. So they couldn't lie in that. So, yeah. Uh, you know, ask Shirley, did you kill Pierce? No. And it's like, did you, uh, do you give money to pro-life groups? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, as Tro the Troy one was hilarious. Uh, he, uh, did you kill Pierce? No. And it's like, did you, do you have a handshake you and Abed do that you do not use with anybody else? And he's like, yep. You know, you know, they're yeah. classic one. Did you come up with that on your own? <laughs> <laughs> he got it from a podcast and he showed Abed. Abed was furious. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a cool shake you could do with your friends. Yeah. Awesome. Like... <laughs> oh, man. Such a good episode. And a really good send off to the Pierce character. So mm -hmm. yeah. He did, and it he led did show to up one a, more time too. A nice little episode. I I love the episode that followed it. The uh the one where Ahmed sponsors a game of the hot lava, like the, the floor is lava or whatever. Fuck, that's a good episode too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great episode. Yeah. All right, all right, Brent. I know you have a an episode you wanna chat yeah, about. Yeah, uh, 
uh, we don't really have to go too into depth, but I got two also from season two that I was contemplating picking. Uh, number one, Intro to Political Science. Yes. Uh, which was for two reasons. One, uh, I know it says on Wikipedia that it was the second episode, but it's the first one I remember seeing him in, but the first episode of Magnitude. Yeah. Uh, at least the first pop pop moment where I was pop, just like, pop. and everyone's freaking out, and I'm just like, what is what is going on? Did I miss something? And you realize that, no, this is the first time I feel like I'm living in a world that's existed around me. Um, but I also love the the Abed dating the federal agent. Oh, without, oh yeah. Dating her. One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finding basically like the female, perfect female counterpart for himself, but he can't actually date her without it being some kind of weird scenario. That's right. Yeah. Joe Biden was going to visit the campus yeah. for the for their you know yeah. for for their whole like you know presidential thing. Uh, and he had spotted secret security scoping out the place a week earlier. Yeah, yeah. Secret agent Robin, <laughs> who is from Happy Endings, I believe. That, right. That's uh, right. she was one of the cast in uh, Heroes at the time. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, I think this is a, the clip from Ali Larder. I think. Uh, let's find out. No, this isn't Ali. It wasn't. It's, it's not Ali Larder in, in the episode. Of course, no. This is the Earth? girl from Happy Endings. I can't remember yeah. her name. She's also in that reboot show. What are you doing? Random spot check, Mr. Nadir. Stay out of our way. Nothing suspicious. Glenn, bring the car around. What are you looking for, Robin? Fertilizer, car battery, PVC piping. Anything suspicious? Because you think I'm suspicious. Eliza Coop. Or because you wish I was suspicious so that you'd have an excuse to see more of me. This was a random spot check. Do you like me? That's not really relevant. <laughs> That's close enough. Are you sure? <laughs> I smell like nice soap. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I'm sorry you weren't a more obvious potential threat to the country. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, blackberries, remember those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, we're gonna have to move on to City College. Apparently there's an elevated threat level at Greendale. Don't worry, I'll check it out. Personally. Whatever. That's the joke I know. I just had a dream that I was a regular president. <laughs> oh my god amazing this was fun. <laughs> Maybe you can observe me having dinner next time you're in town. Hung twice for yes, once for no. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then oh, really quickly, another episode from season two that I absolutely love. And all that this one was really my runner up is Critical Film Studies. Yes. When yep. they plan on throwing Abed the perfect movie homage oh, birthday yes. party 
only for him to pull a fast one and put Jeff into his own perfect movie homage with my dinner yeah. with Andre. <laughs> yeah. How quickly did you guys figure out that he was doing my dinner the sweater. with Andre? Yeah. Really? The sweater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. soon as the sweater. Yeah. As soon as he came in with the sweater and was very like happy to see him, and I was like, something's off. What's happening? Well, like, for me, it was, it was as soon as he hugged him. He's like Jeff, old friend, and he kind of like did that thing. Yeah, like yeah. you were just like, whoa, wait a minute, no, no, something's up. Yeah. This isn't what Abed is, and like that's what it loved was. It. it was that threw me off, and then I looked at the sweater and I went, oh motherfucker, it's dinner with Andre. <laughs> yeah. I love the the Cougar Town story that he comes up with. Oh my God. Like that whole oh so good. I love the intermixing of those two shows, like how characters from that show would show up on Community and Community people would show up on Cougar Town. That's right. Dan Bird showed up as a, that when they started they started letting prisoners into the community college for the use of tablets on mm-hmm. wheels. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dan Bird played the one that was just like, who was like trying to get you know, Jeff fired. And yeah. uh, I believe Abed and uh, Britta showed up at, in the background of a couple episodes of Cougar Town. all right marcus what's your runner-up um okay so i mean i already brought up the digital estate planning one um but a couple other ones that really uh, that really stand out to me there's abed's uncontrollable christmas the stop motion animation great one all the christmas episodes are good oh they're fantastic but just like that whole and like professor duncan as the war christmas warlock and everything (laughs) just fucking I loved the way they did it, and I loved how like they we did get to enter reality at one point, but then just kept going back into the stop motion animation kind of thing. That was really fun, and I'm a big all the fan of that. Going to be Pierce as the teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that one was a really good one. I love that, and then um, uh, pillows and blankets, like the yep. pillows and blanket fort. Like that's a great episode. Um, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It was early on in the season, and like it was just a really good. Um, dynamic that they did there and then uh two of my other ones that were kind of strange were like the basic rocket science uh where they go into the kfc the kfc, the, the KFC <laughs> winnebago um i just love i love because like that's when pierce is losing his mind from the medication and he he <laughs> starts like thinking that He's claustrophobic. Oh, he that with KFC. the lemon herbs and spices. <laughs> but like, I love how like Colonel Sanders is like Pierce. You are going to die alone, Pierce. And he's like, like, that shit was so funny. And then like the fact that Troy like you know kind of takes charge. He's like, no guys, I need to captain this out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. We like we need to do this to open the spaceport. And like I just I love that whole episode. It's so ridiculous. But again, it's to, that committing to ridiculous, you know. They had to meet Matt. They had to meet like maximal flavor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, maximal flavor. Yeah, yeah. And then the the other episode, like one other episode that uh, it's it's one of the newer seasons, when, so it's it's not really high up on my list. But I just loved the actual episode. Was the app development and com- condiments? So that's the one where they make meow meow beans. Oh. And, yeah, where where it's basically like that. Logan's Run. And, yes, uh, I remember that yeah. episode. That was so good. It is a great episode. It's like in in that series, like because that's like the new season. I think that's season five with Hickey. I think, mm-hmm. and like there's a lot of episodes from there that are very forgettable, but that's one that always sticks with me. Coogler, like they they introduce the Coogler, like, <laughs> like classic '80s like guy that's too old to be in college trope kind of thing, like. 
just so good, and I fucking loved the Coogler. Mm. I really wanted him Is to come back in more episodes. Don't forget, I remember how you used to call me nits all the time. That was one of my favorite aspects of the show. Is like there's always those episodes where the basically the entire college community somehow commits to the madness of yep. whatever yes. the study groups is going through. Which, which reminds me of one other. Oh, sorry, Marcus, were you done? That's the last one okay. I wanted to mention. Yeah, I love, fucking love that. One episode. more I forgot to mention was uh, from I believe the second episode, second season, Contemporary American Poultry, and it's the one where they oh, take yeah. over the chicken finger ring in the yes, it's the Goodfellas and Godfather thing, and as no. soon as they start yeah. planning it, it turns into a mafia movie, and with oh um, my god, with Abed doing always, the narration. As long as I can remember, I'd always wanted to be in a mafia. Movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody was speaking chicken, and that's a language I understood. <laughs> and at the end of the, like, when he's like, uh, chicken isn't a good anymore, I'm trying to tater tots and maybe jalapeno yeah. poppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a good episode. Um, so I know we have the movie coming out in a, whenever. They're going to start filming it, I think, in the next couple months. Um, hopefully they'll have the full original cast maybe minus chevy chase because he died in the in the in the pierce died not chevy chase um yeah um but you never know he might come back he did come back as that hologram uh too right oh um, yeah he did that's right he did. That. so um thoughts on the movie hoping the russo brothers come back maybe to direct it they or justin lynn maybe yeah cause they they yeah. haven't they haven't announced any directors right Nothing, just that no. um, most of the cast, except for Yvette Nicole Brown and Donald Glover, are returning. I think they're still working things out. They're probably in negotiations for that, yeah. but I yeah. bet they get them back in one capacity or another. I hope John Oliver I, I, comes I back, see, too. Yeah. I see them journey getting as many of the, like, look at every, look at all the slew of side characters you saw. Like, you're, you're going to see everyone, as many people as possible, coming back. Yeah. Brie Larson, yeah. Jack Black. Jack Black. <laughs> oh, Jack Black. Black. I would I would love to have like this like at some point in the movie for it to focus on like one of the secondary characters like Leonard like I would love like oh, a full but he story died. on Leonard or something. Leonard's got to be dead. Le- no, no, he died. He died last year. It was very sad. Oh, oh did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, figured. Yeah. Um, I, but like something like Garrett, I would I would accept Garrett. <laughs> I hope it's like their ten year anniversary, but because it's Greendale, it's like their thirteenth anniversary. Some random yeah. number. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. Oh man, it would be amazing. I hope they don't do a paintball episode, like a paintball thing. I I hope it's actually just a giant community episode. Yeah, Maybe multiple genres. Multiple genres would be great. Oh man, I I like could the... see them. I could see them like taking like a few tropes, kind of kind of like uh, what's that movie where they take a bunch of movie tropes and like just like epic movie or epic, mm-hmm. like when they did that joking epic movie. Uh, like the blockbuster movie smash up kind of thing. Like I could see them doing something similar to that, where like they take some of the most popular movies that are coming out now. Like, you know, maybe they would take like a a top gun spin on something and like, they would take like a, an Avengers kind of spin on something. Oh, as a director doing like Marvel films now. Yeah. Like, 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 like just those kind of things. Like there's so much you could be doing at this future. Now, where did everybody leave off at the end? Like every Jeff still was at Greendale. Yeah. And then um, Annie had left because uh, she was doing an internship with the FBI. FBI. Abed went to do a film study or something. Or he went. I think he went to LA. Yeah. He went to LA. Like, and, obviously, uh, like having them all back would mean some sort of reunion. I feel like that's 
pretty well, much. It's got to be something on saving the, the college, right? It's got to be something that involves saving the community college. I or guarantee it's going to be at least one of them is still enrolled in Greendale. Well, it's like basically Jeff, Jeff, never Jeff, be working. Jeff's Jeff will still there. be working at yeah. Greendale. I think I feel like that's going to be the common denominator for Greendale. Yeah. And like somehow Dean Pelton, too, because he's just going to be latching on. I'd love, love to see I, if we come. I'd love to see if we come back and it's like Jeff is the dean and Pelton is a student. Oh, <laughs> that would be good. That would yes. be good. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, so many possibilities. I'm I'm really looking forward to an outline for this movie. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot wait. I I will be there. Opening night to see it if I can. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We, we should, should try to plan it. We should we yeah, should like have was, a group of us. We all should actually. See. That'd be amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, any other final thoughts on community. I I can't wait. I can't wait. I, if wait. you haven't watched it, watch it. Like yeah. if you ha- if anybody out there is not in on this show, I didn't know anyone in. had not seen it. So when Show said that he had never seen it, I was like, Shouse what? never watches anything. What? But the community, everyone. Yeah. Like oh. Yeah, oh. I can't. I like of all the shows that I know that I binge on a regular basis. Like this is a show that I put in the background constantly when I'm working in the shop while I'm working on something. Mm-hmm. This show is just running in the background because I don't need to be engaged to know what's happening, and it's always good to just and you check know in and be like the oh, bits fuck. that are coming up, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna check it out now. Yeah, 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 there you go. I Troy, think I need, like, again. I need one more viewing of this of the whole series before I can put it in that category because I still don't remember a lot from like the the last three seasons. So. Mm-hmm. Just give it, give it another go, and you'll start yeah. remembering things, man. I'll probably um, get back into it now because I, I finished at the end of season two, so I'm like, I might as well just keep going from three on now. Yes, that's do fair. it. Absolutely. I got a week off work now, so what else am I gonna <laughs> fucking do? <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about community. I hope you're looking forward to the movie. When that movie comes out, we're definitely doing an episode about it, and we'll probably go see the movie all together because that movie's going to be fucking awesome. I hope. Um, yes. All I right. Hope. Well, we we will be back in two weeks. We're going to be talking about Clerks three and the whole Clerks trilogy and how you know it affected us and how he, Kevin Smith ended up you know finishing that trilogy. Oh man, I can't wait. To, it, it's going to be a gush fest about yeah. Kevin Smith and his amazingness. If That's not us, gonna it's going to be gushing and possibly crying. So we'll yeah. find out. Uh, in two weeks' time. Thank you guys for coming on and talking about community. Thank you guys for listening. We got we will see you guys in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Pop pop. Pop pop. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.